What is going on, guys? Thanks for joining us on a Why Is It Like That podcast slash live stream today. Uh, we're going to be doing it every Tuesday, somewhere around 8 to 8.30, depending on where we get everything started. Um, thanks for everybody for joining. Today, we're going to go over transparency. That's going to be the topic of uh, today. Um, transparency with uh, what's going on with your thoughts, how it's good, bad, pros, cons, um, how people you can let your guard down and everything else. Um, I'm going to go over the, the definition of it right quick. So I'll put it up on the screen. Transparency is the condition of being transparent. Well, duh, right? But an image, text, or positive transparent photograph printed. But it could be your thoughts, right? Something you can see through. Plastic glass able to view through you. Um, liquidity. Clarity. Just uh, letting it all out there. You know what I'm saying? So that's going to be the topic of today. And uh, let's get this. Uh, let's get this thing started. As always, it's uh, me, Trey Trevino, and then I got the other host. He's Garcia. What's going on? And I'm going to let him take it from here. Hey, so as usual, I'd like to start out with a moment of silence for all the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines in harm's way right now, downrange, who have given their lives, with family members who have also lost a loved one or have been going through uh, times like these. So let's take a second. God bless you, my brothers and sisters, on this special day. All right. <clears throat> so I want to give a, a shout-out to Helping Hand South Whidbey. Uh, they're a Christian-based charity, uh, and they provide immediate financial assistance by the way of grants uh, for various methods of assistance, i.e. electrical bills, mortgage, rent, things like that. For families and hardships, this is a great opportunity. And, uh, yes, you have to qualify. Uh, you can go to South Whidbey or helpinghandofsouthwhidbey.org. Um Again, they are a grant-based charity, so they will give you a grant in times of hardship as long as you qualify, and they are put together uh, by some Christian churches out towards the end of the island there. So a uh, big shout-out to them. Thank you for helping uh, those in need. Obviously, uh, financial burdens are not something that people would like to go through. Um, and for one, I know um, that those can be some of the most trying times, especially when you deal with uh, – Mental health issues, uh, post-traumatic stress, anxieties, depression, things like that. I can only add on to the top of the cake. So if you're suffering from that, go ahead and reach out uh, and apply. Check them out. So we're going to be talking about transparency. All right. So I guess the tone setter for this one would be a probably a moment of transparency for me. Um, so I went on various deployments uh two to Iraq, one to Afghanistan. I think uh, the moment of transparency didn't come until actually 2017. Um, I had to be transparent to the fact of that I wasn't okay. I mean, I had to, I had to kind of, as a, as a chief in the Navy, um, you're, you're there to pretty much take care of your troops and you got to set that tone. You got to make sure that, you know, everything's okay in house and, in order to portray that image to your junior, you know, personnel and your sailors to, to make a good impression and to, and to set the good, like I said, a good example for them so they can follow on and, and follow that leadership. But the thing is, is when we go through this stuff, right. I was fooling myself. Everybody, everybody knows that, especially when it comes to PTSD and things like that, you can't, you can't hide the symptoms. We already talked about triggers and things like that. So I get triggered very regularly i get triggered at the house i try not to bring work home but that obviously bled through um and everything just started meshing and clashing together you know and uh all of a sudden i found myself in this whirlwind of being like two different people um and the moment of transparency came to me when i was when i was sitting at a table and i had some other chiefs on the other side you know and they were they were trying to get into my head and they were saying hey you know what's going on with you and the actual breakdown that I had there in front of them, you know, was just, it, 
it was to me it was shameful at the sense, but in another sense, it was it took the shackles off. Um, it helped me get that stress out onto the table and let these guys know this is what I'm dealing with. Um, BJ, I mean, you have, you, you have some kind of moment of a transparency that that kicked in on you. Well, I mean, <clears throat> like most of us, I like to hold stuff in. I don't want nobody to know nothing about me. Um, if I do something stupid, what I usually do is lock myself in my house, keep to myself, and make sure I don't run into those people for months on end um, until it just kind of fades away and we don't have to deal with it. And like me, you know, with drinking, that's I do something stupid and I just stay away. And I found out it was just many different things, but I, I noticed once I dealt with it straight on and I saw that there was people that were actually trying to help me, like my primo on here, Rupert Cadena, um, it really helps out because they're there with you through it. You're not doing it through alone. Like any trend, anything you're doing, if, if you if you let it all out there and, you know, you can't do it with everybody because we don't trust a lot of people. But the people you do trust, if you're just clear with them and, and you know that they're there for you, it's going to work 100 percent because they're not going to let you fall down. They're not going to let you you know, go to one side. It's somebody you can actually turn to and they'll look at you without bias because you're giving it all to them, the whole transparency thing. And it works out like me going to therapy or me going to that, uh, the hypno thing, like all out there. And I feel so much better that I can turn to. Yeah. Cause so I could turn to somebody that, and I can tell them anything. I will talk to, you know, the ones over here and I can't tell them everything. Cause I don't want to, you know, get in trouble or anything else. Yeah. You got that stigma. Like you're going to get hooked up on some. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I got you. Um, I can definitely relate to who you share things with. I mean, transparency, like we were talking about is clarity. Right. And without transparency, everything is foggy. I, I didn't know which way was up or down, uh, eventually with, with all the thoughts that were in my head, you know what I mean? And, and, it was one of those breaking points too. I mean, like you mentioned your, your primo, you know, my wife, man, she came through clutch for sure. Cause I thought I was, I was, I thought I was Dunsky. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, with, with all the dumb stuff I've done, um, especially the, the blowups, you know, spouses shouldn't have to take that. And you know what I mean? And, and, the, and, the, and the actions that just the spur reactions of, of triggers and, and, you know, stomping off and saying, real bad comments and things like that. You know what I mean? Uh, the isolation, you know, the, the ignoring, just, just me ignoring my family. That's, that's like the worst. Yeah. But when I was transparent with her, man, it was like a, like I said, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like you were describing, you know what I mean? It's like, I got that off my chest and her reaction to it was amazing. Now I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't describe it. You know what I mean? It it made me feel a certain way, and since then, we've been getting steadily better and better. And I and I and I found myself opening up to her more and more and more. Yeah, which I should have done a long time ago. But like you said, the pride gets in the way. You know what I mean? And and it makes us, you know, transparency gives us this thing where it makes us vulnerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And vulnerability because you don't have control. Hell, no more. hell, no. you got no more control. Yeah, and we don't like that. No. I don't like that. No. I, I know you guys probably don't like that. It's like when you when you figure you lose control of yourself, then anybody can do what they want to do, and you can't you can't control it. You can't fix it. No. I mean, that's that's what I'm. And then and then you look at what else is involved with the transparency, potential shame. Yeah, shame's a big word when it, when we talk about you know uh, the things we're talking about because it prevents. It's a preventative to getting that information out there on the table to those who need to hear it. Even when you're looking for help, it's the shame, you know, like, ah, what if I, you know, what are they going to think about me when I step into this room and like, Hey, you know, I just yelled at my wife and and called her 30 different cuss words and, and threw a remote through the window or, you know what I mean? Or, or something like that. I just had an angry outburst and, uh, I just knife, (laughs) I just knife edged my kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like do that again. <laughs> but uh just you know things like that like you just it's hard to go talk about those things because you feel little yeah 
and feeling little and shameful is, is something that military service members, especially, you know, don't like to feel. No, and I don't know how many times I've said it just growing up. Like, I don't give a damn what people think about me. Yeah, a little bit. You, I think oh, everybody, yeah. to a certain extent, does care what oh, yeah. some people think about them. You know what I mean? Especially if you've already built up this image of yourself, especially like in the military where people look up to you and you have, you know, your peers, the people, the, the guys that uh, you take care of, they're looking up to you. The people above you are like, man, you're doing a good job. And then boom, you get you, you go on some transparent stuff and you're like, man, I, I'm going through some stuff right now. Yeah. A lot of people will help. Like I've had my CMC 136 really took care of me. He's like, whatever you need, man, you let me know whatever you need. But you know, there's other people that are just like, and that's what we're afraid of. We're afraid of that, uh, the big stigma and some people still let it live on. Well, not, not only that, I mean, you look at it on a different perspective too. Um, and you watch, you watch people walk around. Like I told you, like we had on the last podcast, you know, you're not going to have those people walking around saying, yeah, I got, you know, I got this going on with me. You know what I mean? And, and kind of be transparent to everybody. You know what I mean? Um, that's hard. That's hard for civilians too. You know, yeah. that's, that's hard for everybody. That's hard for kids in school. I think it affects kids just like it affects adults, maybe and even in a worse way, because yeah. when kids are growing up, if you ask me, I mean, you could tell me different, you, you know, you have, you have your two children and I have, I have mine and I, I have them one's 10 going on 11 and one six. So it's almost a five year gap. So I can watch, the difference, you know what I mean, yeah. of, of how a, a personality and a reputation kind of like intermingle. And it's funny to watch watch your kids and they go to school and it like the littlest thing will send them into tears, you know, because they're afraid of what people will think. And that says a lot. That says a lot. Our kids can't even be transparent. Oh, and we 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 expect them to be like, you tell me anything. That happens, but they're still scared too. They don't want to be transparent either. I don't know if it's something that's just built into us. Like, you know, it's a self-protect type of mode, but. I mean, we got, con we got people on the air right now that feel free to throw those comments in yeah, so yeah. we can, trust me, you guys will help us. Let me pull up this page. You guys will definitely help us with a lot of things too. Be able to, that's to all the, uh, talk about, you know. The people we got on right now that I can see with the live chat. Um, if you're comfortable, you can post a question on here or comment or anything else. I see we got seven viewers on there right now. Um, if you don't feel comfortable and you, uh, you'd you like to remain anonymous, you could just send us a direct message on here or me or him if you have us on social media. And we won't say your name. We'll just put the question out. Or if you want to shoot an email, just shoot it. I put it on the screen right there on why is it like that podcast at gmail.com. So any, any of those three things you know this is an interactive setting where we can we can uh speak as a group y'all ain't here but we're all here you know in the digital world together um we can just throw it out there you know that's uh that's what that's why we put this thing together like this so transparency so let's talk about first how it impacts us negatively and then we can look at positive benefits right so bj how does it impact you positively? Well, like we said earlier, it really brings a big weight off of me. Um, it's not easy by any means at all. It's one of the hardest things to just let your heart out there. But I feel like it, it was pretty awesome to to just let it out. It made me feel good. I didn't have this thing on me all the time. Like, oh, I'm this person who takes medicine and I got stuff wrong with me in my head. And I go through things like everybody else, but I like to drink a lot to numb the pain and because I like it. You know, it, it wasn't easy to put those things out there and say stuff like that, but it did feel good afterwards whenever I've talked to somebody and just let it all out there. For me, right, it's um, so... It opens us up as people to help and advice. That's a thought that came over my head immediately because when you're transparent, your heart, your heart's open and your mind's open because you're, you're sharing this information with people, right? Especially 
your kindred spirits or your loved ones. You know what I mean? Because you're going to share this information with somebody that's close, closely with you as a, as a deep friendship or an intimate partner. You're not just going to share this information with anybody on the street. No, it's not going to happen, but that it, it definitely offers and opens up help and advice from those that care about you the most. And the amazing thing about it is it, it shows you that everybody is just like you vulnerable and weak. Yes. And they understand. That's the key thing. They understand you. And I think that when it comes to PTSD, depression, anxiety, anything like that, correct me if I'm wrong, but understanding is the most critical element that we need to know. Because if you understand where I'm coming from, bro, right, you can relate to me just a little bit. That's all it takes. Right. For me to get help. And it could save my life. Yes. That's what, I, that's what I'm feeling. Yeah, because if you can get on somebody's level and you see somebody that's pretty much been through the same thing as you, not every single little detail or instance or whatever, but in your mind, the same fight in your mind. And if you can level with somebody that has went through it and still going through it today and they're like, look, man, it's hard, but this is what I had to do. I'm going to listen to that person versus somebody outside that don't look that are not going through any of that. And they're like, you need help. You need to go get some help. You need to go talk to somebody like, man, you don't know. You don't know what I'm going through. If I talk to somebody that, oh, shit, they really are going through some or they have. I'm going to listen to that person and I'm going to want to talk to them because I can finally open up to that person like they just opened up with me. Yeah. So Valerin Garcia said, definitely believe that PTSD will somehow create the illusion of transparency. Anxiety can cause a person to fly under the radar when really you're not. Boom. Boom. I don't have my sound effects board right, <laughs> right now. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, it's true. It is. And it's through transparency too, um, it gives you a sense of peace and, so, and self-reflection. Well, I know I can speak on that, the anxiety piece, because I probably deal with that more than I do with other stuff, but it makes you think like you're flying on the radar. Like I said, I just lock myself away. Um, might hate going to the next or to the commissary. Cause I know I'm going to run into somebody and then they're going to want to start talking and everything else. Yep. And I go in and out, boom. And you still end up seeing somebody and you're like, Oh, okay. What's up, bro? Boom. And I'm gone. And it's like, that was saying, you think you're flying under the radar, but really you're not. Cause then they see something, like something's going on. You don't usually just bust out like that as usual. Usually he'll talk to me or something. And people have noticed. Oh, yeah. At it's least like with you, me. It's like you're walking around, like you said, you know, and you can you can run into somebody. And I I do it all the time. You know, I'm I'm a straight I'm a straight guilt fiend when it comes to this. But, you know, um, it, it could be not only running into somebody. It can also be like contact, man, because, you know, I'm very bad at keeping contact on the phone text messages, you know, just in general, like, you know, my best friend in Chicago, that dude probably, mad, he, he probably gets mad at me more than he, than he talk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being honest because he can, he can hit me up and it'll be like, you know, legit, like a week before I get back to him. And sometimes it's out of guilt. Like, man, I haven't, I haven't talked to this dude in forever. You know yeah. what I mean? And I don't want to talk to him now. Cause I don't want to, I, I don't want to deal with that conflict. You know what I mean? I got enough conflict going on. And like you said, you try to push these things off and, and try to escape it, right? Like you're flying under the radar, but it's actually like you're walking around and you turn your back, right? And it's like, hey, look at me. I'm an idiot. I got, <laughs> I got you know what I mean? I got all these issues. It's like on, like, uh, <laughs> and they could read it right off your, off your face. <laughs> like y'all remember that, uh, playing Super Mario and you see the, the ghost. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. walk and they're just, yeah, it ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and then once you look away, it starts chasing after you like that. Yeah. Yep. Like that. <laughs> so Val, Val said again, uh, can you agree that transparency is fueled by trust? Yeah, I can. And the only reason why I know that is because she's the one who showed me that. Oh, yeah. Because that was hard, man. That was hard. You got to actually, you got to actually fully trust somebody to be transparent. You know what I mean? And 
you got to, it's not only just trust that they're not going to judge you about what you're talking about. It's also trust that they're going to make the decision that benefits both you and that person. You know what I'm saying? Like for the longest, I didn't want to be transparent with my wife about a lot of things, especially my childhood stuff, like the childhood, you know, the, the sexual trauma I endured mm-hmm. or stuff like that, or even the, you know, just, just things that made me feel shameful, you know? coping mechanisms that I, that I had. And it's like, I had to put that aside and just say, you know what? I have to trust this person. She loves me. Throw it out on the table and then just watch it unfold and trust that she actually doesn't judge me. And like I said, she makes that decision for the best of both of you. And it actually made things better believe it or not, you know, because it showed in an, it shows in an essence that vulnerability is good and you want to be vulnerable for your partner or your intimate spouse or your, even your best friend, if you confide in your best friend or whoever you confide in, you know, that's, that's, that's what you the do. The scary thing though. Very scary. Man. Vulnerability. Like that is a scary thing because like say, Sorry, I keep on turning around, guys. I'm monitoring the chat and everything else that's going over here. Um, because if you confide in somebody and they're like, you, you know, you need to get help, and you do, you're scared of like, what if you let them down again? Like you falter again. And then you're like, well, I had the transparency and trust, but then I just broke that trust because they put a lot of work into me. Then I fail. And it goes back into that cycle. The one Val was talking about at the class the other day, like you just repetitive, repetitive, you get stuck. Yeah. And I've been in that wagon wheel. You know what I mean? And believe me, man, it's hard. It's a hard practice to do. But when you're transparent, I think that we just, we just capitalize on something too. When you're transparent, it holds you accountable. Yeah. And with that accountability, you don't want to make that same mistake because it's out there and you have, you have that clean, fresh go at things. You're, you're, you've been accepted for what you're, you're doing, right. Or what you've done, but that doesn't give you a green card or a pass to go do it again. No. And a lot of us fall victim to that too. Yes. And then it turns into that vicious circle because I can at least speak for myself when it comes to alcohol and all this stuff. Like it's just so easy like I'm doing good. Like none bad's happening. There's no drama. There's no nothing. Everything's going good. And I get comfortable. You know what I mean? I get comfortable. Yeah. And I'm not looking out for what can happen or anything like that. I'm not looking out like if I'm doing all right in my head. I'm just letting it let it flow too much. Like I like the way my motto is now, it's like just to live day by day. Like enjoy what you got today and don't worry about what happened before. Be prepared for the future, but don't worry about it to where you're going to make yourself sick. But I did to the point where I was like not worrying about anything at all. And any little thing that would happen, I would just be get too comfortable and be like, oh, I'm just going to have a couple of beers or I'm just going to do. And then it goes and it goes and it goes. And there I am freaking stuck at my house by myself because Melanie and the kids went out of town because they didn't want to deal with me. They didn't want to be here at the house with me. Ain't that the worst feeling? For yeah. You? What is that? Yeah. Explain that feeling, man. Because I know that there's a lot of people out there probably listening right now that go through that feeling of just being in that situation. Yeah. it's. I mean, um, well, first of all, I just wake up like at 10 in the morning with a bottle in my hand there in the couch and nobody's home. I'm like, I wonder where everybody went. And then I text Melanie and while well, I went out of town. You went on another bender again. And so me in my head, I'm like, well, fuck it. I'm already in the shit house anyways. I'm already doing bad. Just keep it going. And that shit would go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Makes it easier for you. Yeah. And then finally I come to and then I'm feeling like total guilt just setting in a thousand percent. And then that guilt goes on top of what I'm feeling. And what I do, get back into it. I give like Monday off. And then Tuesday, I'm back at it again. It's just like we were talking. And that goes, look, folks, that goes for for various 
various coping mechanisms. Alcohol ain't the other one. I, I only one. I mean, there's drug habit, you know, habits that are out there, cocaine, you know, heroin, marijuana, you name it, you know, whatever your passion is that, that sucks you in that temptation. You know what I mean? Um, pornography, you know, the chase of chasing other, other women or men, whatever the case may be. Um, that's all out there. You know what I mean? Like, like for me, bro, that was the big thing. Like, um, and you know, and, and I've, I really feel bad still to this day, but, but I'm, I'm a better person for it because I can talk about it now. And I know that somebody else out there is listening, you know what I mean? But, um, I used to be addicted to the chase. It wasn't about sleeping with a female or actually sealing the deal. You know what I mean? I know exactly and what you're having talking about. having sex. I know what you're talking about. It was simply the chase. And I think it was like I was, I did a, a lot of analyzing mentally on this after I've, you know, me and my wife, I mean, we've went through the scuffle with this stuff over and over again and, you know, bless her soul. She stuck with me, but um, it, it helped me to realize something that, the chase actually made me feel something. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about if I loved her or not. Cause I love her to death. That's my, that's my queen. I love, I love every, every moment with her. I love every moment with my kids. But for some reason I felt still felt dead inside. Like I was, like I was used and, and I, I, I didn't know anything else, but death, destruction and, and, you know, everything bad in the world, you know? So, so why should, you know, and, and then all the, all the childhood abuse, like I said, all the stuff I've went through as a kid, everything, why should I be allowed to have something good? And I know that a lot of people probably feel that out there. Why, why am I, why should I be given the opportunity to have this, this thing that's so good? And that's the wrong thinking, my friend. Because the reason why we have that thing that's good is because we've been blessed with it, right? Yeah. And that's the part of being transparent is, is a, a big thing about transparency. And we could talk about this topic right here next, right? Um, I got one more comment in a little bit. Sure. Um, the biggest thing I think about transparency too is it also is a vigilance thing. Now that I know I have PTSD, I went through treatment for it. I've, I've got all these coping, new coping mechanisms for it. You know what I mean? Uh, I've done my CPT. I've done all this, all this cognitive processing therapy. I've done this EMDR, right? I know what makes me tick now, my triggers and everything. It's another added vigilance to me to be able to tell my spouse, Hey, something ain't right with me right now. I'm, I'm, I'm going back into a mode. I don't know why. Right. Let me figure it out. And then when I figure it out, guess what? If I'm open about it, she can help me through that. You know what I mean? Maybe it's the screaming because kids, like I, when my kids yell and scream, it sets me off. <laughs> and and it's not because I, I'm in, it's not because I'm totally impatient or anything like that, or I just can't, you know, no. It's the screaming. And I realized that it was screaming from my deployments, like hearing those screams and hearing those things going on. Yeah. It, it, it screws me up. So just something like that, if I could say, hey, you know, I, uh, something's not right with me. I, you know, the kids are screaming and, and, I, and I'm transparent and open with that stuff. Your spouse or somebody, else, they can step in and intervene and help you. you I can't I mean? say Melanie knows because, I mean, I can't tell you for sure why it happens with me. But when the kids are just screaming and going off like that, or if I'm somewhere and there's some loud ass people next to me, it just starts making me like like get on edge and if melanie sees it she can see it right away with the kids she's like hey, y'all need to calm down your dads you know what i mean right or if we're somewhere she's like well let's go over here are you all right what's going on she can usually always tell when there's something bothering me and um it, or i'll just tell her like i don't want to be here right now there's been times where we go out to eat and there's just too loud there's too much stuff going on and there's been times where i'm like we gotta go and I feel like shit because I just ruined a dinner. But I'm like, I don't feel good. I feel like I'm going to throw up. I'm shaking. I'm getting all this. I'm starting to sweat. And then we have to get up and leave. Um, let me get back to these comments real quick. I had a Sheila D. Perkins, not Olsen anymore. She says, 100% trust fuels transparency. You're not going to open up to someone you don't trust. 
That's why it's so important to surround yourself with people that you trust and have your best and that have your best interest. That's a deep comment too. Very true. Very true. Mm-hmm. Val said, uh, without trust and transparency, without trust and transparency, that isolation looks like paradise. Hashtag yeah. retreat time. Yup. Boom. It does. <laughs> it's that's, that's exactly what it is. Um, it's your like little comfort zone. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's nothing that it's, it's exactly how, how you, it, it's crazy. Yeah. My, my room to myself, close the door and go to sleep. That's my, just get away. I don't want to deal with the world right now. Now, don't get me wrong though. Hold on. Let's, let's talk about this too, because sometimes, sometimes everybody needs to step back. Yeah. It's not, but when you, when you notice the pattern, that's, and this is where that openness comes in, right? Openness equals understanding. You know what I mean? And transparency equals understanding because if my wife now, right? Like say the kid issue, my kid screaming, I wasn't transparent with it. Right. Okay. Um, guess what? There's no understanding for my wife and all she thinks is that this guy's acting like a straight asshole right now (laughs) and it causes a fight. Right. And then me, defensive, because that's who I am, because I'm already hiding what I'm feeling anyway, because I'm not being transparent. Um, it totally, it just totally messes everything up. It's not my intention, but that's what's on the table because that's what I'm portraying. You know what I mean? If I'm openness, or if I'm open, and I and I show that you know mutual understanding between my spouse and I. Then the kid screaming, she knows, okay, he's been through combat deployments where that's, that has been some of his trauma. You know, it's linked to his trauma. And, and she sees me retreat now. She knows exactly what I'm going to do. If I say, hey, babe, I'm going to go take a nap for about 30 minutes to an hour. Can you wake me up? She knows it's probably because I'm overwhelmed right now. I just need to get, you know what I mean? I need to go and take that moment and then step back into it. Now, the problem comes in where I used to do is isolation 24-7 where it was an all day thing or all two day thing or, Hey, leave me home for the weekend. I'm going to play video games. You know what I mean? You go do your own thing. I don't want to deal with nothing right now. You know what I mean? It, or for my eyes, cause, cause I love you. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw this out there. But like, if I have laundry, I won't do the laundry. Like if I see it, I'll walk the hell away. You know what I mean? Just because I'm like the piles, man, you know, it, it has something to do with stuff being I'm not being able to see stuff underneath I walk I walk away and I and it's like I automatically throw that to her it's like oh you got it you know what I mean <laughs> but I won't say anything so yeah. she's like well, what the hell why can't you pick up the damn clothes and put them in the you know what I mean yeah but now it's 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 a little bit different you know what I mean like I, I'm learning or I have learned to be able to to address these things and say hey look this is why I'm acting this way doesn't get me off the hook for doing the chore. No, you know what I mean? no, no. And I don't expect it to, but it does give her the understanding. So me and her don't end up fighting and then getting torn apart because we don't understand each other. Makes sense. Yeah. Like if you're doing it on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. What else you got? So our viewers talking about. We got Serena Harris saying, uh, your partner knowing your triggers is a huge help. My hubby can see me change when I'm triggered. Yeah. Yep. That, that's a big thing. I mean, that's when they know when you're transparent with your significant other that you live with day in and day out and they see everything and you actually tell them what you're feeling because we can display something. There's a whole different ball game going up in your head. Mm-hmm. You can go years without saying anything, but if you, if you're telling them exactly what's going on, then it'll help you because they can see it back and forth. Like Melanie's a very sweet woman, but when she's pissed off or something's bothering her, I know not to mess with her. I know to leave her alone because no, she, devil. yeah, because she can take a lot. <laughs> she can take a lot of stuff. Me, I I'm weak in the head, so I any little thing. Her, it's like that, you know that that uncle or that grandpa that's real nice to you all the time, but you piss them off one time. You're like, I should not piss this person off. Yeah, it's yeah. like that. 
See, and I can know that off of her. And then with me, she knows when something sent me off, she can do the same thing. Or she tries to move me out of that situation or move the kids out of that situation or herself or whatever's going on. So, yeah, so, I agree with you 100%, Serena. So I'll throw that question back at Serena, too, to see if, see if she answers that back. But so your husband knowing your triggers, does your husband also have alternate methods on on how they kind of support you during those triggers because like i was kind of giving you an example if the kids are screaming and my my wife notices i'm becoming overwhelmed she'll tell me hey why don't you go do this you know what i mean she'll like she'll she'll kind of hint to me to go do some certain things or get out of the house or you know what i mean just to get me out of that situation so it prevents me a from turning south and, and blowing up or, or doing something you know silly and b it just prevents it prevents negativity from the family, you know, and it, and it enforces a positive method, not a negative one, like seclusion or isolation, but Hey, you know, why don't you go and, and uh, go fishing for, for an hour or, you know, or go ride your bike, go walk the trail with the dog, something positive to give you some positive energy. You know, um, what about that, Serena? What do you think? I mean, we know people from LA don't know how to, fish so whatever man. <laughs> I, I fish pretty good i haven't caught nothing this season but you know, <laughs> you know what that's not my fault okay i'm the victim you're the victim, the victim here man yeah serena if you can answer that i got my 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 own hypnotherapist is on here right now susan martin oh she's amazing if you if you haven't tried it and you're going through some stuff i don't know on my end i say go for it you'll uncover some things that you didn't even know that was on there. It's from what I've heard from Heath, it's very similar to uh, EMDR. Yeah, the way it sounds, and I mean, your your therapist is on there. Yeah, so she's if on I'm right wrong, now. if I'm wrong, man, please tell me. But it, the way it sounds is it's almost the same type of thing like EMDR. It kind of uncovers the same type of stuff, it just in a different method. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking of. Um, but hey, like like uh, BJ, you know, like Trey's saying, whatever works try it don't don't sit around and do nothing because all nothing's going to do is manifest into something worse you know what i mean take that moment and be transparent and and tra you know honestly the first and you're probably going to wonder like well how can how can you just say just be transparent you don't know my situation or you don't know my life or, or things like that but i will tell you this the first the first part of being transparent is be transparent with yourself Open up to yourself. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, you know what? I got a, I got a damn problem. There's something not right with me. I realize that I'm off. It's okay to be off. What's not okay, like I had to find out the hard way, is you let that stuff manifest and turn into something it shouldn't be. And now you're a raging lunatic running around yelling and screaming and you don't know why. We all go through trauma. We all go through things that, that are hard to take. We all feel meaningless sometimes. We all go into those ruts of depression or anxiety to where we feel like we're not good enough. But the key is being transparent right off the bat and saying and admitting to yourself and then to your spouse or your loved ones or whoever your support network is, I got a problem and I need your help. Be transparent and open about it. And like I said, it opens you up to help and advice. Just like service members, they wait so long in their careers. You got guys that retire at 20 years. I got friends right now that are retired at 26, 28 years. And they get out in their disability rating, you know, and I'm not talking about bucks, so to speak, money. But I'm talking about VA care, you know, just to help the PTSD psychotherapy and things like that that are available for veterans it's unbelievable i mean they have stepped up so much to help us but if you don't admit you have a problem and you're not transparent about it you're never going to know that hey i can go to an inpatient program that the va will actually fund and pay for you know at that time or the va has helplines that i can call and they'll get me into counseling right away you know what I mean? And they have out, intensive outpatient treatment groups, things like that, that can support our network. There's, 
there's other assets out there that are available, like the Wounded Warrior Project and, and things like that, that actually take care of guys that are diagnosed with PTSD. You know, PTSD comes in a, a, in a vast array of things. It's not just combat. We already determined that. We have car accidents that can cause it, right? Significant impact trauma. Um, you have rape, sexual assault, physical violence, physical assault. You have polytrauma, right? Where we talk about, it's called CPTSD, right? Which is real complicated. If you really think about it, that's what I like to notif- you know, list the C as is complicated because it can, it can deal with whole time periods. Say your whole intensive childhood, you know, just one big beating. That's severe PTSD. You're going to have severe issues as an adult with trust, with anything. But you have to be transparent. You have to open up. You have to talk about these things and you have to address it right away before it turns into something toxic and ends up killing you. Serena answered back. She said, uh, he's actually a huge help and helps me more through it. So yeah, it just goes back to That's good. What we're saying, if you if you tell them you're honest with it, and they know you got something going on, they're gonna help you through it. Um my therapist spoke up. She said, uh she said, uh, sometimes we don't know what all their triggers are. They're often hidden deep. In the subconscious, this is why different things can trigger us without us even knowing. And that's, I mean, I, I'm not a therapist, but that makes total sense to me because I've been told that, you know, um, there was an episode, right, where we're uh, in Utah um, with the Strong Hope program. We went on a, a nature hike and it's up in the Capitol. It's right behind the Capitol building, but there's this path that walks up, right? And I went through, I mean, I was towards the end of my treatment. I think I was on my last week and I went through various EMDR. I think I went through about 12 hours of EMDR already. You know what I mean? I, I had a lot of things that I have had mapped out already. Like I was doing, I'd say 75% better. My wife and I were doing some real good communication over the phone. I was really excited to go back home. You know, I didn't have a, I guess the point what I'm trying to say is like, I didn't expect anything to happen like it happened out here, but we were walking in this nature trail. And if you close your eyes, you picture this dirt path, right? And it rounds around and it goes like, there's this wall on the side. And then you see these green shrubs in front and the path goes right between them. And then when I'm walking, it goes up in some steps between these shrubs and you look up to the right and there's a cliff face. And on top of that cliff cliff face, it's just empty. Like, you know what I mean? I locked up right there and I didn't know why. And I started sweating. My hands were trembling. Uh, One of my friends, Mike, came up behind me. uh, Hulk smash. I hope he's tuning in and I hope he gets to listen to this podcast. But um, he stood right behind me and and he even signaled to one of the the nurses, you know, like, hey, something's not right. And uh, I immediately panicked. I went into a panic attack and I left the whole, I, I just walked away from the mountain. And I went and I laid down on this bench and I was hyperventilating. I, I kind of calmed myself down and, and I just waited until we all left. As soon as I got back, my therapist pulls me in and she starts talking. I said, yeah, I just, I just broke down. I had a panic attack. I like froze up in the middle of, of a trail. I don't know why. And she EMDR'd me on the spot. She pulled out the, the paddles. I sat there, closed my eyes. I recounted everything and, and bam, just like uh, the your therapist was saying, it was a, a deep, underrooted trigger that was sitting there that, that I didn't see, that I didn't know. And um, she uncovered it with the MDR and I worked it out. And I, I hope, you know, that I don't have any more crazy episodes like that, but it was, it was all based on an ambush point. It was all based on terrain that I've seen in my career um, in a similar situation you know, and, and things went south, you know, and for, for a vet, like I'm already thinking about going, like zooming back in there and I shouldn't, but, um, it's important, you know what I mean? That, 
that you recognize that kind of stuff. And I didn't, I didn't realize, like you said, hidden trigger popped up and we got, uh, luckily I was still in treatment. So we got to work it out and I got to actually uncover and, and unroot it and figure out what caused it and kind of put it, you know, uh, uh, ending to to that story so to speak with the therapist there so that was really uh, a good experience out of a bad one but again it was transparency too because i could have lied my way through it and said oh you know i didn't i was all right you know i just you know i, I wasn't feeling good or you know what i mean i could have i could have said a bunch of crap you know but i didn't and that's what i, I feel like it's so good to have somebody that you can be transparent with because you ain't gonna have to, you don't have to tell everybody, you know what I'm saying? No, but you ain't going to tell everybody. Like you said, you're not going to be walking around. Hey, look at me. But if you have that one person, you can let it all out and find out real deep what's going on inside you. I feel like it, 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 I know it sounds corny, but it does set you free in a way. You're not held on to that whatever it is that you don't even know what's holding on to you, but it's something way deep in there that's holding on to you. And you just let it out and keep saying this word transparency. But if you are transparent with it, it can't hurt you no more. You know what I'm saying? You're fighting it every single day to suppress this stuff. You suppress it so far that you don't even know what it is. And when you finally open up and let it out, I feel like that's the ultimate way to beat anything like that. Let's see what else we got here. Um, uh, Sheila said again, we got Sheila on here. Let's see. She says, uh, being military, especially a woman and reaching out for help is very hard because you constantly feel like you have to prove you're strong. How, you have to prove how strong you are. You never want to look as you're weak. You know, unfortunately, the military culture is is 100% like that. I think that uh, I think that it's very courageous for anyone, uh, including a woman, to come forward and say that she has an issue. Um, it is true. I do think that a woman does have to work double time. Excuse the you know the military jargon, but um, to try to get to the same you know sometimes to the same uh, I guess. What am I trying to say? Um, the same uh, benefit or, or uh, I guess, promotions or anything like that, you know, as far as like in comparison to, to men that are in the service, um, which is unfortunate, you know, but it's very courageous regardless of who you are. I don't think that. I don't think that sex or, or anything like that should, should have any sway on uh, being transparent and open with your issues and talking about, Hey, you know, I mean, a person can only take so much, you know, my therapist gave me a good analogy. I was talking about anybody, anybody has a coffee cup like this right here, you know, and it's up to everybody's own individual self of when this coffee cup fills up with very hot coffee and it ends up overflowing and burning your hand. Everybody has different levels. doesn't matter. It doesn't base off gender or, you know, anything like that. Everybody's mind is, is set different. So if you've had enough, speak up. You've had enough. You need to get help. Because like I said, if you let it grow to being a certain point where it's too much, and now it gets even more rooted and more of an issue. And then you start leaning towards those depression areas and, and suicide and things like that. And then, then you got these guys that are making these permanent decisions, you know, over a temporary problem. Yeah. And, you know, unfortunately I've lost a lot of friends that way and it's not good. I mean, we lose 22 a day. That's the, that's the statistic. <laughs> I can't even say that. Statistic. statistic. <laughs> yeah. Statistic. Um, and that's, that's just vets. You never, I mean, you look at the civilian population too, you know, and then you look at boys and girls and social media and bullying and, and things like that. You got kids killing themselves now that are like super young. It's, 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 it saddens me, you know? 
I do got to give a shout out to Sheila, though. She's one of the toughest, not just military women I know, but one of the toughest women I know. She's an AO. You know what I'm saying? I owe you for life. But um, (laughs) when I first got to my squadron, she was there, and I was blown away how tough she was. And we ended up, we were our first squadron together, and then we went on to our second squadron with the Marines. So we had to get even that much more harder with, with those guys. And we all held in a lot of stuff, you, especially with them. You couldn't, it was all on a whole nother level of hardness. You can't be showing nothing like that. Yeah, that's true. Marines are a bunch of knuckleheads anyway. Bra. <laughs> hey, we were with them for three years, man. Oh. Val said, uh, speaking about it, it's also a type of cleanse to it. If you hold on to it for too long, it'll consume you. Cleanse to the soul. Heart emoji, pray emoji. And yeah, then, you definitely. And I know where she's coming from with that. It's like cleansing is is a array of things. And this may sound kind of strange in a way, but she has taught me a lot of natural healing ways to 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 actually get my mind off things. Um, nature is one of them. Breathing techniques. I mean, just certain scents and things. And I, and I knew about the scents and stuff like that, that I use like lavender and citrus and all this other stuff and, and sandalwoods and all this, you know, but these scents actually have something that, that deals with the chemistry of your brain, I guess. And it actually calms me. And a lot of these things are natural. You know what I mean? It comes from the earth. I mean, if you think about it, all our healing methods are right there. And then my greatest healing method, you know, I'm speaking for myself. I'm not trying to push anything down anybody's throat here, but my biggest healing method is God, you know, and and Jesus Christ and and actually praying, you know, Uh, pick up a book, you know, read a little bit. You'd be surprised how, how much clarity that can give you, even though you're, you're replacing, you're actually technically replacing negative thought with positive thought or just a different thought you know, by reading, you know, getting out of that headspace that you're in. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Susan was replying to Sheila. She said, the way I see it, getting help or talking to someone is the ultimate show of strength. It is not weak to talk to someone. And Sheila said, uh, I agree. And I'm so glad I finally figured that out. Therapy has helped me in so many ways. I wish I would have reached out for help a long time ago. Man, and and I think that a lot of us feel that way. Honestly. But the thing is, when we get there, we're finally there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of it, I think, is breaking out of that denial. Mm -hmm. I'm fine. There's other people. Those are other people. I'm good. I'm good. Or you got to stay tough like like Sheila. You know, you got to you can't let that show because as soon as you start crying, guess what? What are the men going to say? You know, oh, there goes the woman crying again. You know, she can't she can't take care of her own emotions. You know what I mean? She's out of the out of the out of where she's supposed to be at in her head, et cetera, et cetera. How come she can't be tough like us? See, see, this is why. And I we all get that. You know what I mean? Um, it's the same thing with a combat guy, too, though. You know, like certain certain billets and certain. You know what I mean? Places you go or certain units you serve with, certain folks you serve with, you can't show weakness. As soon as you show weakness, you're out. Or they don't trust you. Or, you know what I mean? Because there's a lot of machoism, you know, machismo that that goes on in, in the service, you know. And and I'm sure it's like that for, for civilian things too. You know what I mean? I haven't had a chance to experience that. And I, and I hope that you guys that, that are getting the, you know, getting the, what I'm trying to say here comment back so we can we can envelope this stuff back in to each other so we get a full picture of, of everything you know that's what the, the point of this interaction is you know um this ain't like a normal podcast where we just say what we got to say and and that's it this is like a broadcast you know we want to we want to get the issue out there or the topic out there and we want feedback to be able to have a roundtable discussion on the real issue you know why is it like that you know and that's why we that's why we call it that yeah we're going to have to wrap it up here soon. It's about an hour we've been on this this podcast. Kind of flew by. Yeah, it did. Yeah. That's good conversation. Or, yeah, good conversation compared to the last one. Mm-hmm. Got to put some plugs in there. Um, today we got approved by 
Apple to be on iTunes podcasts. So that's big. That means we can get on a bigger scale trying to reach people. So we appreciate it if you could go on there and, you know, leave a review or something. Um, so we could just reach out to more people. Um, not just, you know, the people that we know or the local people in Oak Harbor or just military. I'm talking about like more people than that. So everybody can hear that they're not alone. You know, maybe it's like some kid that's in high school and he's just surfing on the web and he comes across this and he's like, Oh, these are some normal people just like me. Yep. So, I mean, that's, that's what the aim is. Like, what do you say? As long as we can save one person. That's right. One, one life. Person, one life. If I could touch one of you guys listening today and then you touch somebody else tomorrow or or tonight or whatever and they touch somebody else then think about how many lives that changes you know um i also like to to give a plug out there to all the uh you know there's so much stuff that's coming down the pipe that we're looking at and i hope it actually comes to fruition um there's so many help organizations and so many things in Whidbey island that that are disconnected you know yeah, yeah. and to get those connected together would be awesome. And I hope that we get to facilitate that growth within our own community um, and the awareness in our own community to be able to take care of the homeless vets we have, the homeless period that we have. Um, some of the, you know, there's so many new things that are coming up. Like the first ever is like a halfway house, you know what I mean? For for rehabilitated uh, people, you know, for for re- rehabilitated men and, and women, you know, and kids programs and just like I'm talking about like the help house and, and you know, the garage of blessings and where you can get free clothing and stuff for people that, that don't make a lot of money. You know what I mean? And you can donate too. It, there's so many, so many things that we have here on Whidbey Island that are just not connected together. And I think that that's, that's really going to be great if we can actually make this come to fruition and use us here to be able to make that happen. Yeah, I'm going to put out a plug right now. On a, we'll be having a meeting next week on Wednesday. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to get the date and time and address and all that if you're in the local Whidbey area. Here, Just, I got you. Let me. You got it? Yeah, let me pull it up real quick. Um, I think you sent it to me yeah, earlier. Yeah, I sent right? it to you. Yeah, it's okay. So it's called the Island County Community Care Meeting. There we go. It's going to be Wednesday, September 25th, 2019 from 6 to 7.30 p.m. And the address is going to be 632A Aaron Park Road, Oak Harbor, Washington, 98277. Uh, the plug here is all organizations that are interested in combining efforts to bring our community resources together as one are invited. So if you have a nonprofit, if you have any type of organization that is here on the island, you know, even off the island, um, that you want to be plugged in to the local community to help various amounts of people, including people that we're talking about right now, you know, uh, homeless people, mental health issues, different things. You know, this is, this is the, 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 the place to do it. This is the time that you can do it. You know, if you, if you just show up, bring what you got to the table and discuss it among other like-minded people, we can make something really great here happen in the community. And that's that's the whole point of what we're trying to do. Bring A, awareness, transparency, right? B, just saving lives, period, through care and help and understanding. And then C, making friends along the way, lifelong partners. You know what I mean? To to be able to counter this. this, this I call this a war. This is my personal war. I know BJ, you know, him and I talked and, and Trey has done something really, really special for us here by making this happen. And I, and I appreciate it, Trey. Um, but, but we're dedicating ourselves to this war to fight the good fight, to make sure that we save as many lives as we can and to make sure that everybody knows that they're not alone and it's not their fault. I mean, that's why it's like that. Yep. All right. Just want to appreciate everybody. Thank you, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Um, all your comments. I appreciate the engagement uh, on the subject of transparency. Um, next week, we're thinking. We thought of a subject for next week yet? Not yet, but Not yet. you can comment on this thread. Um, yep. You can comment on our page. Anytime you want to ask questions like, hey, can we talk about this? 
I'll sit down. I'll, 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 I'll research the heck out of it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. And I'll give you my personal perspective on it. I know Trey will. And then we'll get personal perspectives from from comments on the on the on the media here to be able to f- facilitate a good discussion. That's what that's what it's all about. Yeah. I really appreciate everybody participating. I really appreciate our viewers. Please five star like. Come on on Apple Podcasts. We can get the word out there. Um, I, I know we, we've been pushing the plugs a lot, but yeah. we're just getting started up. We really we're really trying to get this thing on ongoing so we can actually touch some lives. So please help us out with that. Yeah, we got some stuff. I mean, I got a. My former psychologist, she wants to be interviewed. Neat. So we'll have, you know, her. I got some other guys too. Yeah. I got some other guys that want to come on to to explain their programs to us. I know that uh, Mr. Santiago wants to come on and talk about a couple of things that they got going on in the community. Uh, And then I'm going to try to get some more people like Carrie uh, from Semperfly. I'm going to see if she can talk to, you know, just to get an interview about the benefits of their programs and things like that. And then, also, some civilian programs civilian within programs. the area, right? To be able to get those plugs out there mm-hmm. to, to get people help. So. And if you, anybody on here, if you want to share your story, I know a lot of our friends aren't in the local area. It's very simple to do a podcast or a live stream like this just with Skype. I can link you right in the computer and we can talk to you like you're sitting at this table and we can interview you if you want to tell your story, if you have one, if you're willing to do that. I'm not saying you have to, just. If you want to, but the best experience is your experience. Remember that. Yep. All right, guys, we appreciate it. Thank you for everything. Um, thanks for tuning in. We'll see y'all next week. Peace.